This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Hello and welcome to our show at our new time on Saturday afternoons after Roy Green. I'm Sterling Fox and in just a few minutes, John Carlson and David Mader will be back with us with a fresh Vancouver market real estate update and more on the 1% realty story. But first, here are some of the top consumer stories we're following this week. A couple of weeks ago, we reported on the acquisition of Whole Foods by Amazon as the most recent example of the changing retail landscape. Well, there's another example this week. Shopping at home on TV could be a little different soon, as it appears QVC has scooped up rival Home Shopping Network for the low, low price of only $2.1 billion. That's what they say on TV. QVC's parent company, Liberty Interactive, already owns 28% of home shopping and will now be scooping up the other 62% to create one big home shopping company. They also own e-commerce brand Zoom. Lily as well. Every year, these platforms produce over 55,000 hours of shoppable video content and have strong positions on multiple linear channels, say all of the companies. The deal is expected to become final in the last quarter of this year. Microsoft surprised the world this week with news that it's laying off over 4,000 workers worldwide. The shakeup is all about selling more subscriptions to software applications that can be used on any internet-connected device, refocusing, rather, a lot of its business to cloud computing. Most of the people losing their jobs work in sales and are located outside the USA, according to Microsoft, which confirms some layoff notices were sent out on Thursday, but didn't say which countries would be affected. More than 120,000 people work at Microsoft were Worldwide, 71,000 of them in the States. No word on any Canadian job losses yet from Microsoft Canada, either from its new Excellence Center a few floors below us here at Pacific Center or from corporate headquarters in Mississauga. Okay, they get that it's summer vacation season, but the folks at BC Ferries are reminding travelers that impaired passengers or drivers at its terminals or onboard its ships will not be tolerated. In a news release, BC Ferries says customers who arrive at any terminal under the influence will be reported to the police, citing 127 cases in the last year of the cops being called in to deal with a possibly intoxicated walk-on passenger or driver. BC Ferries has a zero-tolerance policy for passengers using drugs or alcohol and works with police to identify and stop impaired drivers. Customers who witness substance abuse in terminals or onboard vessels are encouraged to report it to ferry employees. Another setback of sorts for Air Miles collectors this week. As Air Miles is raising some of the recent daily limits imposed on redeeming miles for in-store purchases from retailers. The customer loyalty program says the new daily limit on Air Miles, cash redemptions, in most cases, has been raised to 100 bucks. Air Miles has set a different limit for in-store redemptions at Shell. That's 60 bucks. The new limits, effective this week, are up from $50 set in April. Now, you may remember us 
Service reporting that in-store redemptions of Air Miles cash points were briefly stopped a couple of months ago due to the discovery that some stolen cash miles had been used to make purchases. In April, some Air Miles collectors expressed frustration with that $50 limit because it was down from $750 prior to the suspension. The rewards program also angered many members last year with its proposal to void unused air miles after five years, only to abandon that plan weeks before it was to take an effect. And of course, the backtrack also provoked outcry from members who said they'd already redeemed their miles, thinking they were about to expire, and they wouldn't have if they known air miles was going to walk back from that policy. It hasn't been a very good year for Air Miles, and it's only half and over. So what else can go wrong? Those are the some of the stories we're following this week. We'll look at a few more later in the show. We'll also have a steel report for you. Up next, a local real estate market update from John Carlson and Dave Mater, and more on the 1% Realty Story, as Vancouver's consumer continues at our new Saturday time on News Talk 980 CKNW. And welcome back to Vancouver Consumer for our new Saturday time of just after 2 o'clock. I'm Sterling Fox, joined in studio now by John Carlson and David Mater. John Carlson, uh, personal real estate corporation, and David Mater, personal real estate corporation, joining us from 1% Realty. John and Dave, good afternoon, guys. Good to see you again. Hi, Sterling. Hi, Sterling. So what's with this personal real estate stuff? I know I have to say it every week. What's the deal, Dave? Why do I say that? Per- personal real estate corporation, well, both John and I are incorporated and Per the Real Estate Council rules, we have to make sure that people know that we have personal real estate corporations. So, so we're just, just following the rules here. That's, that's it. All right. Well, it's it's been quite a week, guys. How are we looking uh, real estate-wise around Metro Vancouver this fine Saturday afternoon? Well, wow. The weather's been great. The real estate market's been just as hot. And we had some numbers, Dave, uh, indicating that, boy, condos and, and uh, townhouses are particularly uh, doing very well in, in the Metro Vancouver area. Yeah, that's right. So uh, what's happened is um, the, the most recent number for June have come back, the stats for uh, June from the Real Estate Board. And the same trend has continued uh, that we've seen earlier in the year, and that is that uh, condos and townhomes in particular are really quite hot. Uh, there's lots of buyers. They're selling quickly, um, you know, uh, compared to detached properties. Uh, it's kind of like the tale of two different markets at this point. Mm-hmm. Detached properties, there's more plentiful. There's more of them on the market. They're taking a little bit longer to sell. Uh, condos and townhomes, though, probably because they're simply more affordable. I was just going to say that. Yeah, I mean, Joanna, it boils down to math, doesn't it? I mean, if, uh, if you only have so much money, then uh, the more affordable dwelling is likely to be top of your list. Affordability is a big issue in the market right now. We all know prices have gone up substantially. And if you look at the demographics, I mean, the, the majority of homeowners, home buyers out there have a certain amount of money to work with. Right. And uh, that segment of the market is really driving up prices and making it more competitive in some of the more affordable segments, as Dave says, affordable condos, townhomes, strata properties. Of course, a price... A property still has to be priced properly sure. to get the right action because you still do have some competition. And buyers are always comparison shoppers, but this segment of the market is one that is active. And I would suggest anybody who has a condo or a townhome out in the area might give Dave and I a call because one thing is for sure, when the market is this active, you do not have to put a big commission on your property to induce a buyer, or a sale. It's just simply not necessary. And that's what Dave and I really offer. We offer people a chance to sell their home without 
paying a whole lot more money than they think they should. Mm -hmm. And that basically is the 1% realty story, isn't it, Dave? In a nutshell, John's just encapsulated the whole thing in terms of uh, uh, hanging on to more of your own money. What's wrong with that? I see nothing wrong with it myself. No, neither do we. Um, So to let folks know exactly how we work, um, 1% Realty, we're fully licensed, full-service agents. We do all the same types of things that people would expect at most other brokerages. The difference is just in what we charge. So to sell anything under $600,000, we charge a flat fee of $6,950. Anything over $600,000 is just 1% of the sale price plus $950. Now, there's no set commission rates out there. You can't set rates in Canada. It does vary. But what's really common... We have a sort of a generally accepted thing, don't we? Yeah, kind of. What's typical? It's really common out there is 7% on the first 100,000 and 2.5% on the balance. Sure. So how would that compare then? So say that that townhouse out there for $600,000. Well, our commission on that would be about $69.50. If you're paying seven and two and a half, you're going to be paying somewhere around $19 to $20,000. That's a savings of around 12 grand, something like that. Mm -hmm. And of course, the higher the sale price, uh, the more commission savings. You know, if you're selling a million dollar property with ours, it's going to be somewhere between eleven, uh, eleven thousand dollars or so. Uh, with theirs, you're looking around thirty grand. So you know, you're you're getting close to twenty grand savings. Right, it's pretty substantial. Yeah, and if you have a you know a good price is one thing, but Dave and I know one other thing: a good price alone, without the service or the product behind it, is not really worth much. So Dave and I, we focus on providing value but also making sure we don't skip any steps and providing the full package of service that our clients want. Well, let me quote from the website, and it's a great line. We don't cut corners, and we don't promise you the world, but we do promise to act with honesty and integrity and to sell your home for all it's worth. Bottom line, it's your equity. Keep more of it. That kind of says it all, Dave. Well, I think so, right? And, you know, to touch on what John was saying, um, we're uh, full service agents, you know, cutting corners isn't what we're about, right? Uh, Folks will pay less for our services generally than they'll pay at most other brokerages, but they don't get less. Um, You know, in order to sell a property today, there's certain things that uh, we have to do. And that is, we've got to make sure your property is priced right. So we do full evaluations. Right. Uh, We've got to make sure that the property is advertised correctly and priced right. So uh, we list it on MLS, of course, and it's on all the other uh, major internet websites that are really important to advertise listings. Right. Uh, Depending on the area, we do newspaper advertising. We have professional photographers that come out, uh, full contract negotiation, all documents. We help people right from the beginning, right through to the end. Uh, So we're handing the keys over to the buyers on possession. And really, I think what Dave and I do is we offer a platform for the consumer to get better value. We challenge the status quo. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been uh, the real estate industry has not really changed a whole lot in the years when it comes to commissions. And when prices go up, commissions go up. And the result has been the number of agents in the industry has doubled or tripled. Oh, it's Uh, quite amazing, isn't it? Exactly. So there's a lot more people in the game. And uh, the average agent, I don't know how many deals the average agent does, but uh, it's not as high as you might think because there are so many agents. So what we really do is the difference with Dave and I, we're full service agents. We're two of the most experienced agents you'll find with over 30 years experience, over a thousand sales. Mm -hmm. But we give the consumer a platform, really, I guess, to challenge that status quo. If you're going to sell your property, do you really have to spend a, a pay a commission of maybe twenty or thirty thousand dollars? We don't think you do, and we prove it day in and day out. Right. So, if you're a seller and you're thinking about putting your property on the market, but you kind of cringe at the thought of losing fifteen, twenty, thirty thousand dollars of your equity for a commission, give Dave and I a call. Our number is six zero four two six five eighty two eighty. 
And you can call us anytime. Okay, and uh, the website, by the way, friends, is savewithjohnanddave.com. If you missed the phone number, we'll give it to you a couple of more times, of course, throughout the hour. But all the contact information, you want to uh, email uh, and set up an appointment, that's uh, perfectly viable as well. Uh, and, David, uh, you answer all your phones. You get back to everybody uh, when, when, they make, uh, when they try to get a hold of you. Uh, the, the, the numbers that you were quoting a few minutes ago, uh, by way of comparing the 7 plus 2.5 commission rate versus a 1% realty commission, rate. Those numbers are on the front page of the website, savewithjohnanddave.com. There's a chart right there, mm-hmm. and it's most instructive because you, you give a number of examples of house prices, and if it isn't exactly the value of the, of the property you're looking at selling, it's close enough that you can you can find your spot on that chart, and it's very it's as plain as the nose on your face. Uh, the numbers don't lie, and it just shakes out to the 1% realty numbers versus the, the competition. And it's, it's it's quite stark and, and very refreshing to just go there and, well, there it all is. There's no games. And, and, John, I suppose the hardest part for some people is because you ask less for fees and commissions, then there's got to be a catch. There's got to be, well, I'm, we're going to take less because we're going to give you less. Yeah. And that's that, that's the way we think. We've kind of been conditioned to be cynical that way. Well, you're absolutely right. That is the biggest challenge that I think Dave and I will face is a little bit of a disbelief that, you know, hey, we hear, we, even when they see the sold sign on the neighbor's house across the street, I'll get a phone call and say, hey, you sold my neighbor's house, but they still have trouble believing that the commission savings is what it is. Right. And I think that that's natural. I think it's normal. There's a lot of industries where uh, cheaper does definitely mean a loss in service, perhaps, or, mm-hmm. or a lesser quality. And, but then one thinks of no frills, and you can go any, any direction when you start thinking that way. Absolutely. But this isn't a no frills operation at well, all. Well, when you think about it this way, if a commission in a certain price range might average in, in terms of the competition, as we say, there's no set rates, but if you might typically pay twenty or $25,000, there's quite a bit of room in there for an agent or set of agents like Dave and I who are busy and who are experienced and who do a lot of volume to do just as good a job, if not better, than most of our competition for less money. If you can sell as many homes as Dave and I do, you can do it for a little bit less money, provide a lot of value. And the good thing about agents like Dave and I who sell a lot of homes, mm-hmm. we're extremely experienced. We've got a lot of up-to-date knowledge of recent sales, activity, and the more business you do generally the better you get at what you do. So you don't have to think that just because Dave and I charge less that somehow we're lesser agents or that we're not going to do a good job or that we cut corners or we're not answering our phones. That's absolutely not the case. Uh, we just offer much better value, and that's our business plan. Exactly. Now, Dave, you were talking earlier about how over the years of, of the prices going up in, in Metro Vancouver, the number of realtors uh, in the game has correspondingly increased as well. But John, to John's point about active and volume uh, people like yourselves, uh, a lot of these players, the new players on the field in the real estate game, don't sell very much. They'll sell a house or two per year. You guys do a lot of volume. So in terms of being active and being on the spot day after day in the marketplace, uh, you're, you're, you're right there, literally, day after day. Well, well that's exactly right. I mean, uh, in order to, um, you know, to have a, a, a successful sale, you want, 
if you're a seller, you want to have an agent who is out there on a daily basis. They're showing properties to buyers. They're looking at other properties. It gives you more information as to you know how to properly evaluate any given property mm-hmm. if you're constantly out there looking at properties. And to touch on what John said, um, you know, we do get folks calling us saying, you know, what's the catch? Exactly. And and you know. It's, it's not that there's a catch. It's simply that we operate generally by selling more properties. We charge less than a lot of the other agents, but we sell more properties. Right. And I think that's just a really proven business model, you know, in all sorts of industries. Some of the, the biggest retailers in the world, well, they'll sell you the same box of cereal that the other store down the street will sell it to you for, but they're going to sell it to you for 30% or 40% less because they sell way more cereal. Exactly. Well, in the same kind of way, we sell a lot of properties. Uh, we sell way more than a lot of agents out there and so we're able to actually do quite well personally but more importantly we're able to pass those uh, kinds of savings on to our clients so our clients are happy we're happy everybody's happy so we think it's just a much better business model uh, for the consumer exactly and, and people sometimes say well how does this work and one point I want to make about the real estate industry it's changed quite a bit sure since I started 21 years ago and and one of the biggest differences is the consumer is empowered the consumer has access to listings the consumer has access to information when I started back in 1996 agents you know we were responsible for calling up our clients and saying hey Joe guess what there's a new listing around the corner in the area you're looking at and Joe goes oh wow I had no idea right now back in those days it might have been more difficult to be as successful as Dave and I are by offering lesser commissions because we would be a little more dependent on having other agents do our work for us and 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 promote our listings. The way it works now, it's a complete 180. When I take a listing, I don't have to have other agents promote my listing to the public. The public, I'm getting emails, I'm getting text messages the very next day saying, sure. hey, tell me about this new listing that I just saw hit the system. So there's been a lot of changes in the industry. It's no longer, or I should say it's lesser, uh, agent-driven, and it's much more about the buyer and the seller. And I'll tell you, a seller wants to get a good price and put as much money in their pocket as they can, Right. and a buyer wants to get the right property they can without paying more than they have to. And when you take those two factors together, what Dave and I do at 1% Realty makes perfect sense because we give a seller a chance to be even more competitive than some of the competition, given that they're going to save more money. Maybe they price a little sharper. In a market like this, they don't usually have to. They just put more money in their pocket. And a buyer should be happy too, because that gives an opportunity for a seller to offer a better deal. If they don't have to pay an extra fifteen dollars or $20,000 in some price ranges, it makes it a little bit easier for that offer from the buyer to be accepted because the overall net benefit to the seller is just more acceptable. Interesting. He's John Carlson. David Mater is sitting right beside him. This is Vancouver Consumer on News Talk 980 CKNW, and we're back with lots more right after the news. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer for Saturday afternoons now after Roy Green here on News Talk 980 CKNW. I'm Sterling Fox, joined in studio by John Carlson and David Mater uh, from one percent realty they're here to talk about well the business model among any uh, among many other topics and and john it's the business model that has so many people in the marketplace and you've been around for a while now but it's the business model that still has so many people kind of scratching their heads like how do you pull it off well, the business model is the reason I came to 1% Realty. I spent 13 and a half years at some of these other bigger companies and did well, but I recognized that consumers wanted better value and you know, the, the way the industry was working and uh, I recognized that they were bound to get better value. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I thought to myself, 
gee, do I, do I want to fight this movement of change in the industry or do I want to embrace it? And I decided to embrace it. And that's when I partnered up with David Mater, who is already at the company and doing extremely well. And I mean, that is our philosophy. The business model, Dave and I, are, uh, if you look on our website, our motto is experience, savings, and results. Dave and I offer 30 years experience. The savings is the key part. Sure. We do everything the other guys do but we save people money. So that business model is a little bit hard for people to understand when they compare our prices to some of our competition. And that's why we're out here to let people know there's good news in the real estate industry. If you're a seller, you can get a good job done. You can sell for a good price and have two professional agents handle the sale for you and you don't have to pay what a lot of these other guys charge. Interesting. And Dave, I suppose that's another part of the business model that might confuse some people. Because you charge less on commissions than other competitors, do those other competitors cooperate anyway and show your products, uh, your properties rather, to their clients or not? Sure. And, you know, um, that's actually probably the most frequently asked question that we get. We get calls from all sorts of people wanting evaluations. And they, uh, when we get there, they have all sorts of questions for us. And the, the biggest question that we get is, well, you know, we love the idea of saving 15 or 20 grand. But because you're offering less commission to the buyer's agent, will other agents still show our property? Or are they going to just go down the street exactly. and sell the other property that's offering, you know, twice as much commission? Sure. Well, here's the answer. And that's a fair question. It, it is a fair question. Uh, it's, a, it's a question I would ask if I were in their shoes. Here's the answer. Will they show your property? Yes, absolutely. There's no question about it. So statistically speaking, somewhere around 80, 85% of our listings annually are sold by agents from other brokerages bringing their buyers. And you know, that's approximately the same stat regardless of who you list with. Mm -hmm. um, the reality is, is that somewhere around 80% or so of all MLS listings, uh, when they sell, uh, sell involving two agents, one representing the seller, one representing the buyer. The right. reason why we kind of harp on that is just to say, well, we're no different. We're kind of around that industry average. We offer less commission, but it's entirely up to the buyers to determine which properties they're going to view and which properties they're going to purchase. And so that's why our listings sell the same amount of time, very similar sale price to listing price ratio as everybody else is out there. It's just our clients walk away with more money in their pocket. Dave's right about the stats, and here's the why. There's two good reasons. Number one, when, you when a realtor and a client have a client relationship, that agent is bound by the, uh, by the agency relationship to show that buyer all available properties that meet their needs. Right. To do so otherwise, to, to maybe decline to show homes with lesser commissions compared to higher commissions would say one thing. The commission's the number one concern in my client's interest are, are at best my second concern. Right. I'm happy to say agents are ethical. They don't operate that way. The second thing is, practically speaking, you cannot hide. If you're on MLS... People know about it. I don't know if our listeners are out there, if they ever go on realtor.ca or any of these other sites. Real estate's almost a sport in this, in this city. No Everybody knows what's on the market. That's Everybody right. knows what's going on. So to suggest that maybe you might not get shown. I mean, if I'm a buyer, I'm out there and I see a house in a neighborhood I want to buy, I call my realtor. If my realtor wants to show me the property, wonderful. If for some reason that doesn't happen, pretty easy to pick up the phone and say, Hey, you're the listing agent. Show me this property. Absolutely. So there you were talking about coming into the industry back in 1996, John, when very few of us had access to the kind of information we all have access to now. And, uh, and as Dave is fond of saying, today's real estate shopper is an empowered person with lots of information at his or her fingertips. You're right. It's a buyer's and seller's industry. It's not about agents. My philosophy is this. 
If an agent fits into the plans of a buyer or seller, that agent will have a job. However, in any industry, a person can price themselves right out of a job. And in my humble opinion, I think a lot of agents are risking pricing themselves right out of the job, especially when you consider that Dave and I will do an excellent job. We've got a track record that's absolutely exceptional. Hundreds and hundreds of happy clients, and we do it for significantly less. And there are there one percent partner uh, groups all over British Columbia too, aren't there, Dave? Yeah, there are. Uh, I think probably anywhere that uh, people can hear our voice right now, I think one percent Realty has agents. Right. Um, John and I, we serve as a large portion of the Lower Mainland. But if uh, someone is living in a, uh, a place like you know the island or the Okanagan or something like that, mm-hmm. um, feel free to give us a call. We can hook them up, likely with an agent who's local. Uh, in their area. So that's, again, 604-265-8280. Okay. John, uh, is the evaluation, how much is my property worth? Is that what uh, a person who's considering selling, and a lot of people are these days, is that uppermost in their mind? What What's the right price to put, tag to put on this property? I think that even people who aren't considering selling at all are thinking that. Everybody's thinking, what is my property worth right sure, now? Sure, so yeah. yes, when you step into uh, to a, to a potential client's home, that is one of the big questions. They want to know, what is the property worth? And, and you know, it, that's uh, something that we answer. Of course, we give our opinions on it. Uh, Dave and I are not the market, but a good agent should understand where the market is right. and to give good advice. So yes, uh, pricing is important, but strategy is also important. If you can imagine an industry where maybe you've got a condominium for 300, 350,000 in a good area. Well, we know that there are a number of buyers out there hungering for these types of listings. So what would the right strategy be? Is it to overprice it so high that nobody, that's not the right strategy, but perhaps if you price it very reasonably and leave enough time for the buyers to become aware for it, you may get multiple offers in a bidding war. So sometimes you know, the, the value of a house is determined by the strategy as much as anything. Right. Now, Dave, when you're organizing that strategy, you, you're real estate professionals. The, 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 the curious potential seller uh, wants to know, A, how much is my property worth? And B, how best should I sell this property? So you apply your experience, your combined experience, you and John, and then uh, uh, take into consideration, I would sure, uh, uh, the individual circumstances of the seller because they may have some thoughts about strategy as well, right? There's no question. Our um, our job as agents is to give the best advice that we can to our clients. Right. But we're not there to decide how things are going to go. Bottom line is we give them their options and we tell them the pros and cons of each and then they tell us how they want to go about it. Right. Sometimes that means uh, you price it just what we think it's going to sell for and you stick to your guns. Sometimes sellers decide, you know what, I want to price it a little bit lower than we think the market's going to bear and then let there be a bidding frenzy and sometimes that happens and sometimes that's very successful. So bottom line is we're there to advise. Our clients are the ones that determine and everybody's a little bit different. Right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's mm-hmm. got a bit, di- bit different uh, risk tolerance or whatnot. So uh, you know, every transaction a little bit different, just like every client's a little different. John, typically, if and, and we were talking during the break about how uh, since you and Dave have started here on Vancouver Consumer on CKNW, uh, you're starting to get a few calls from our people. NW listeners are starting to pick up the phones and go, well, well this is interesting enough to find out more. That's uh, got to be gratifying, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And I think that's part of the goal of this. We're letting people know that they do have options when it comes to selling. And yes, of course, we're getting calls from, from the radio. And it, it's... Uh, 
you know, a lot of times people just want to know exactly, you know, what it is that we're up to. They've got a little bit of a teaser and they want to know more. But more often than not, I mean, we, we get calls and people say, hey, you know what? I heard what you said. Right. That made a lot of sense. I'm a seller. And you know what? I need the money from my sale. I'm retiring or I'm, I've got a young family and I'm looking to buy up. And when I get back into the market to buy, man, I'm going to need every dollar I can get from my sale. And so it does make a lot of sense to people to have their home sold by professionals but to also pocket more money compared to some of the other agents they've been talking to. So yeah, we've been getting the calls and uh, we're going to continue getting the calls. I invite anyone thinking of selling a home to give us a call. And the number, by the way, friends, is 604-265-8280. And again, the website, it's a good website. It's got all sorts of terrific information. The website is Save with John and Dave, all one word, savewithjohnanddave.com. And if you miss the phone number, uh, it's all over the website as well. Uh, talking a little bit about, uh, Dave, about those other agents uh, and uh, the, the fact that some people think because there's a difference in commission rates, uh, there will be a difference in attitude. Uh, I think John's point is that most agents want to sell homes, and certainly sellers want to sell their homes, and so it gets done one way or another, right? Yeah, there's no question about that, right? Um, You know, if you put yourself in the shoes of a buyer, and you're just trying to decide where you're going to spend the next 10 or 20 years with your family, and, uh, you know, where you're going to live while you're paying off your mortgage, right? Um, You're probably going to want to decide to buy the property that works best for you, right? It doesn't matter what necessarily works best for your agent. You're not going to decide what property to buy based on what puts the most commission in your agent's pocket. You're going to decide to buy the property that best suits your needs and your family's needs, right? And that's why our commission model is so successful. Our business model works because... Uh, bottom line is that if a buyer is looking for a property in a certain geographical area and a price range, um, they're going to see ours advertised. It's advertised everywhere. All the other listings are advertised. And um, before they go buy the neighbors down the street, they're going to want to come and see yours too. Right, and sure. if they like yours better than the neighbors, they'll make an offer on yours. If they like the neighbors better, they'll make an offer on the neighbors. But the bottom line is that the property appeals directly to the buyer. The, just like John was saying, it's a consumer-empowered industry and just like every other industry out there right now is becoming more and more consumer powered while real estate is no different uh, quoting again from the reps the website the primary reason typical commission rates have remained the same is because so many sellers have agreed to pay those rates you might have paid those rates as well but why pay more than you have to that's the bottom line isn't it john it's, if you don't have to fork over all that loot why bother That's one of the company taglines, and if you think about it, it really is the essence. Why would you pay more than you have to? And, uh, of course, as I mentioned before, if uh, a product or a service is inferior and the price is less, I'd stay away from it. Sure. Uh, But why would you pay more when you can get proper service, proper representation at a fraction of the cost of what a lot of our competitors uh, charge? Okay. Oh, sorry, Dave. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, you know, just to pick up on that, right? Um, you know, routinely people look and search out for better value, right? In 
all sorts of different areas of their life. You know, you don't go buy the first big screen TV that you see. Maybe right. you do, but you probably don't. You probably go search around. You, you want the best combination of the features and the price, right? Um, you know, airfares. People routinely search around for their airfares. Um, you know, I was driving by a, a big box store the other day and there was a little gas station attached and there was a lineup probably 10 cars deep at each pump. And, you know, you think about how much is each person saving at 10 cents a liter savings and, you know, it's probably going to be 20 or 30 minutes of a line that's probably, what are they saying, 5 or 10 bucks in gas for right. a half an hour. Well, But they're willing to do it. But they're willing to do it. And yeah. while he, we can do one better, you know, in, instead of spending half an hour, you know, saving that five or 10 bucks in gas, which is worthwhile, I suppose. Well, take that same half an hour. If you're thinking about selling, have us over. Uh, We'll give you an evaluation, answer all the questions that you have, explain in more detail what our business model entails. You know, the vast majority of people that do that, they go on and list with us and they're quite happy with us and they recommend us out. Um, the reality is instead of saving 10 bucks for half an hour sitting down, yeah. um, you know, routinely our clients say 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 grand. Bottom line, there's simply no risk to having us out and there's all sorts of uh, things to gain. Right. Uh, and information is power, John. It, it, that's what it always boils down to, isn't it? The more informed you are, the more powerful you are uh, it, it, to, to be able to do anything. Well said, Sterling. Yes. And I encourage uh, potential home sellers to, uh, to get that knowledge, to become a little more empowered and understand what their options are when it comes time to selling a property. That's what we're here for. That's what Dave and I are all about. And we're all about getting the results for our clients. Right. Now, I know you've got a couple of open house locations coming up tomorrow that you want to talk about. But John, uh, before we started today over a cup of coffee, you were talking again about a CKNW listener who called you uh, kind of curious, a little a little skittish and skeptical, but curious enough to pick up the phone and call 604-265-8280. And you ended up uh, uh, listing the person's home. Well, and that's not unusual. And But yeah, maybe well, since I'm, you brought it up. I'm being a little self-indulgent <laughs> here because it's... It's, it's just starting to happen around this show, and I love it. I'm glad you brought it up, actually, because uh, this gives me a chance to kind of let people know about this hot little nugget I've got coming out. It's going to hit the market on Tuesday. They're just getting the property ready. But I want to put a shout-out to Mike and Lise. Uh, Mike gave me a call uh, from out in North Burnaby, a two-bedroom condo. Uh, this is priced at three forty-five. It's priced quite well, and we're anticipating getting good action on it. Uh, but this was a radio call. You know, he heard Dave and I on the radio. I got the call, went out there. We did the evaluation. We talked about the process. And just yesterday, I mean, the ink is still drying on this listing. But it's, it's fantastic. It's good to go and meet with people and be able to show them how they can achieve their goals and still put more money in their pocket. So, yeah, I want to give a shout out to them and let them know, let the people out there know that if you're looking in North Burnaby for a two-bedroom condo, uh, it's about 1,000 square feet. Give, give us a call. We've got something really cool coming on. Oh, okay. Well, and congratulations uh, to you uh, for getting the listing. And, and uh, thanks to the, to the people whose listing you got for listening to the program in the first place. Dave, you've got an open house tomorrow. What part of town are you going to be in? That's right. It's an open house uh, in Maple Ridge. Uh, a really, really nice uh, 2,000 square foot basement entry house in a uh, 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 great west side neighborhood close to parks, schools. Uh, address 11639 Wearsley Street. Uh, listed for seven forty nine, um, new roof, uh, air conditioning, newer windows. Everything's been done. Uh, we're d- there between one and three tomorrow. Tomorrow, so afternoon. come on out and join us. Okay, and John, do you have anything uh, on tap for tomorrow afternoon? I do actually. I have an open house at uh, unit number one twelve, 
And this is 160 Shoreline Circle in Port Moody. This is a really cool property. I've never seen anything quite like it. It's a three-bedroom, two-bath condominium. Wow. And it's two-level. It's a corner unit, an end unit. It's got upper and lower giant balconies with a view right over Burrard Inlet. I mean, amazing view. Uh, the list price is six ninety nine nine. I'm going to be there Sunday from 2 to 4. And uh, if you're looking for a big condo with three bedrooms, I don't think you've seen anything quite like this one. That sounds really intriguing. I love the two-level idea. That's, that's terrific. Uh, by the way, the website, again, friends, uh, for lots of information. Now, are, are any of these homes, either of the two that you're going to be at tomorrow, mm-hmm. available for viewing on the website today? I think uh, they both well, are. Yes, they are. Excellent. Are they? Yours is too. Yeah. Okay. Well, and the other thing is, we've got these three D interactive tours. You can go to the website and have a look at it. It's really, really cool. Save with John and Dave dot com for the two houses uh, and the open houses uh, tomorrow that you can meet both of our guests at, uh, and also the number again six zero four two six five eighty two eighty. If you missed it, it's at save with John and Dave dot com. John Carlson, Dave Mater. Thanks, guys. I appreciate your time. Nice to have you with us at our new time. And if I'm not mistaken, you're back again next Saturday afternoon with another fresh market update. Yes, that's right. 2 p.m. Saturday is our new time. All right. Thank you. Back with more on Vancouver Consumer right after this. And once again, our thanks to John Carlson and Dave Mader for another informative visit and real estate market update. They'll be back again soon with lots more, too. Time now for the Steel Report. Drex is with us today, and we're talking miners and e-cigarettes. I'm Drex, and this is your Steel Report. While it's illegal for teenagers to buy e-cigarettes in stores, it turns out it's actually pretty easy for miners to buy them online in Canada. As Bonnie Wagner-Stafford from Inverite explains, research from her company found most Canadian online e-cigarette vendors aren't really checking the age of who they're selling to. We found... 23 online retailers, and we randomly selected 11 of those and had these teenagers taking screenshots and keeping copies of the receipt. If what happened with the 11 rolled out to all 23, I think they're selling to teens pretty much whenever they want to. Dr. Ron Goldman, a pediatrician at BC Children, says they're seeing a spike in the number of teenagers who are smoking e-cigarettes. And there are three main problems. One is that it creates addiction, like any other other addiction to tobacco products. The second problem, it decreases cognitive function. And finally, one of the biggest risks, I think, is that this is basically a gateway to actually smoking cigarettes. He says he's hoping the federal government can take steps towards making e-cigarettes less accessible for youth, such as implementing higher prices or a crackdown on internet marketing. I'm Drexen. That's your Steel Report. Steel and Drex, weekday afternoons 2 to 6 on News Talk 980 CKNW. A couple more consumer quickies before we have to go. Tesla is no longer top of the pops in the stock market's automotive sector. Tesla just released its new Model S yesterday, and you'd think the stock market would be on a rampage. But the markets are punishing Tesla for production problems with the battery packs for this new, less expensive electric car. The resulting very slow timeline for the release of the Model S is also going to cut into sales projections for the year, and that's why Tesla's stock is down 17% this week. And General Motors is back on top, with a corporate valuation of $52 billion. No tears, please. Tesla is still worth over $50 billion, and its owner, Elon Musk, remains relentlessly optimistic, predicting car sales totaling half a million vehicles by next year. He will have more intense competition soon, too, as Volvo announced this week all 
its vehicles will be either hybrid or fully electric by 2019. It's sometimes a real challenge getting ice cream home from the supermarket without melting. Have you tried it lately? So imagine the challenge of delivering freshly made sundaes and shakes to customers' doors. Baskin Robbins, which has been testing ice cream delivery in L.A. and Chicago, now says it's expanding that service to more than 600 stores around the country. That country, by the way, being theirs, not ours. No words so far about the offering here in Canada. Seattle's the closest one so far. Customers in 22 cities can now order any kind of frozen treat offered by Baskin Robbins from scoops of ice cream to milkshakes and cakes, though uh, through DoorDash, which is already here. Uh, Sundays won't come with whipped cream, however. The company says that just dissolves too quickly. Convenience and immediate gratification, they are huge customer needs, says Carol Austin, vice president of Baskin Robbins, in a moving testimonial to millennials. Customers today want what they want when they want it. And that's our show for today. Back again next Saturday afternoon at our new time of 2 o'clock on Vancouver Consumer on News Talk 980 CKNW. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.